Hey everybody, welcome back to another uh, episode of Board to Death, a tabletop and board gaming podcast that um, has has gotten you through some tough times, you know? Some tough times. Yeah. Hopefully they're coming closer to being over. To being not the tough times? Yeah. What did all the TikTokers say? The panorama? Is that what they say? Yeah, have you never heard this? We're in the I middle of a panorama, that's what they all say on TikTok. What is a panorama? Isn't it like a... You're thinking like panoramic, like, like a the, wide... Like a wide photo? Yeah. That, or a, like a long... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That panoramic photo you try and take with your iPhone and everything just looks all fucked up and, and janky? Nothing's better than your cat in panorama when it's, he's moving. It's fucking long and all, disjointed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, this isn't uh this isn't a, a podcast about uh, amateur and shitty photo editing. It's actually about board games and components and themes and what we like to play and all that stuff. And you've been here before. This is our sixteenth episode, and if you haven't, uh, welcome to how we suck huge major anus every time we try and uh, make an intro to an episode. Yeah, maybe we're just gonna have to get funnier. Maybe that should be our goal for episode seventeen and on. Take some like get funnier. Take some like uh, comedic writing and performative classes. Yeah, I'll get on that online. Yeah, where everybody learns how to perform. I did take a stand-up comedy class, actually two of them. In, online? In, no, in college. I know. Yeah, and I did stand-up comedy for a while. Um, none yeah, of it lives happened? on the internet because uh, I never put it on the internet. You know how we all self-promote by not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they seem to really paid off. You're really funny now. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm pretty funny. You're okay. Also, it doesn't pay. Like, you either have to be, like, really fucking famous or you're just going to be, like, sucking junk for nickels with a hobo and get paid the same amount. And a hobo doesn't even have to be funny for a living. Yeah, well, anyway, my name's Kayla. I'm John. (laughs) And, uh... Well, welcome welcome to uh, John living his regrets from college. Yeah. uh, 2021 edition. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we're not an uh, amateur photo editing podcast. We're also not a podcast that uh, critiques the life of uh, the homeless. So, Or comedians. Yeah, or homeless comedians. I mean, that feels right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you listen to us for a while, uh, thank you. We appreciate it. And you know, uh, we love a good theme. We've said it once. We'll and we'll say, say it again. again on this episode. We'll probably say it again tomorrow. When we're not recording. When we're not recording, yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, we we have a whole bunch of like board board games can be abstract. We have a whole bunch of abstract shit laying around that mm-hmm. we really enjoy. But a a good theme goes a long way, especially like when the mechanics come together, the components fit, the the just the whole feel of everything. Yeah. Um, we have a whole bunch of nature shit. I love the nature ones. We we had our travel episode. Yep. Uh, I have a weird fetish with about pirates. You really do. Yeah. Nothing yeah. but a good sanded down peg leg is what gets me going. Yeah, that that, that checks out. Uh, but we're not talking about that either today. We're uh, we're just like we're brainstorming like what could we talk about, and we realized that um, uh, more than any other uh, themed games that we have is space. Yeah, lots of shit in space. A lot. Lots of shit. What do you like about space themes? Why I feel like you've picked out most of our space themed games. Um, I I feel like it just uh, it, it could lend itself to just so m- it can incorporate so many well placed mechanics like a lot of luck aspects of like just the the sheer randomness of being in space. The artwork can lend itself to like different planets that could be really cool or like different ships. It could be serious. It could be funny. It can be abstract, like it doesn't have to be set in like any kind of concrete like area. True. Um, th- that's what I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know. Space isn't something that like initially attracts me, and then I'm looking at this list of games that we're gonna talk about, and some of them are my favorite games. So I don't know. I don't know what I specifically like about space. Maybe it's because there's so many unknowns with space, and that's why it makes a good theme. Yeah. Right? Because trying to explain something that you can't really explain fully. We know some stuff about space. Yeah. Scientists do. I mean, theoretically, we know more about space than we do the bottom of the ocean. Well, maybe ocean is our next one then. Nuke the ocean. No, leave the ocean alone. No. Just leave it be. How are you going to nuke space? I don't know. Just shoot shit out there. 
and see what happens. There's enough space junk lying around anyway from all the crap we've done out there. Yeah, and we still have no answers. Nope. Um, oh. What are some of the things that you don't like about space? Um, in terms of space games, in my perspective, some space games get super fucking nerdy. And they get too far into, like, nerddom for me where I'm like, we're just, we're looking at some weird shit that couldn't possibly be real. And it gets too much, it becomes too sci-fi, too fake. I don't like it sometimes. Uh, I would say the thing that I don't like is that some of the more, like, serious space games that we have uh, not added to our collection, um, because generally speaking, as a uh, couple of games, we like quantity versus uh, longevity, right? Like, we like to play more games more often than really long games less often. Sure. And I feel like uh, there's just certain games that just are like two hour, three hour like sprawls and they get too in the weeds of like technical things. Yeah, maybe that's it. Very technical sometimes where I'm like, this is a lot of work. Mm -hmm. This is a lot of work. Going too far. I feel like a lot of games before board gaming became more popular, I feel like a lot of old school kind of games tend to be more space themed. Like when I was looking on board game geek at all like the like top rated games in this space in the space category there were a lot of old ones yeah and then all the other like we've talked about art and aesthetic and a lot of the most popular ones are really dark like they're really lots of blacks and blues and purples and things like that and i like i like bright i like bright colored games Mm. things that are just more visually uh positive I guess. I don't know. I don't want to look at just this big black just, void. A whole bunch of drab shit on the table. Yeah, and it's it's too spooky looking sometimes for me. I mean, space is pretty dark. Yeah, I know. But I don't play games for reality. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Although, some of the, some of the games we've learned some stuff. Wingspan, we learn a lot of stuff playing yeah. that. Birds aren't in space, though. No, they aren't. No but space I'm just saying. birds. I'm just saying. If Wingspan does, like... A, a, like a space expansion and just nothing just charge you 20 bucks for an empty box some some dumbass on a kickstarter would buy it i mean i'm surprised that wasn't like an april fool's joke you should submit that to stonemeyer games be like listen next year on april fool's day this is what i think you should do and just see how much money you get you can donate it to some bird society or something some bullshit i mean that that checks out yeah i'd be okay with that if i found out my 20 dollars was given save this bird that's fair well, we're going to run down the uh, the games that we have in our collection uh, for a reason. Um, some of them we talked about in the past, but uh, for episode's sake, we're going to talk about why we like them and uh, and my my hatred or love for them. Wow. Play, playing against you, especially. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the first one we, um, that kind of, that was like our first thought of doing this particular episode is one we talked about in our last episode. It's the lift off, get me off this planet. Um, we don't need to go too in-depth, but just it's a real fun, adorable game. And um, you're basically just trying to get your little aliens off the planet before your planet explodes. Yeah. And can't wait to play it with more people. Yeah, little alien meeples, and you're moving them around the board and doing different actions and different uh, different air, different launch pads of different uh, mechanics that allow you to move things on and off and all this other shit, so... Yeah. Yep. And it's it. and it's modular, right? So every time you're playing, it's a different board. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the next one? Uh, Star Realms, which uh, I have a hate slash not like relationship playing against you. Hate slash not like. Mm-hmm. You realize those aren't opposites, right? Usually it's like love-hate. That's what people say. I have a love-hate relationship. But I don't. You have a hate slash not like. Playing against you specifically. I like the game. Who, have you, who else have you played it against? Nobody. And that's why I don't have a, a jump off point. Maybe you just suck. Yes. Uh, Star Realms is... Uh, it's actually one of the... It's a game that we bought super early in our... Uh, in our conquest to own as many games as we can before we die in a... You know, structural collapse of our house from the weight of the games that we have inside. Well, Star Realms won't be the culprit of that... Um, Because it's just a deck of cards. Yeah, uh, and the artwork's really cool. Essentially, you are... The artwork is fine. The artwork's... They're pretty spaceships. 
Yeah, they're spaceships. I think it's boring as shit. Wow. The first time that you showed me this game, I was like, this looks stupid. Yeah. But it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a deck builder in the traditional sense of deck builder. So uh, everyone's starting with uh, a certain... Like, it's like 10 cards. You have uh, different cards that uh, allow you to do damage to your opponents. You have different ships that are, that are like... Yeah, it doesn't matter. We talked about it in our deck building episode. So you should... Yeah. For more info, you should look at that. But it's a two-player game. Really great. Um, don't be fooled by the boring as artwork on the box. Yeah. The box is real boring. <laughs> I suck ass at it, though. I try and build a strategy against you every time we play, and it, it doesn't work. I told you. You're not flexible enough. That's why you always lose this game. Well, I've been you, working you, out. You build a strategy, and you can't deviate. The reason I win is because I figure out your strategy, and I'm able to adapt. What's my strategy? You change it every time. That's why you can't win. Wow feel attacked you should <laughs> uh yeah it's a two-player game it's super cheap so if it's like your first delve into deck building oh yeah it's a perfect one for that really good travel game if you're looking to bring it with you and go a uh, decent amount of expansions um we've only played with a couple of them some of them are cool uh but the base game has so much replayability mm-hmm. and it's quick right like once you get the once you get and it has like i think with uh it, it was like kind of our first um introduction to like synergy with mm-hmm. like deck building with like playing different cards affect it, like activate different abilities on other cards yeah like if you play two red cards that like doubles up their power basically mm-hmm. which is cool yeah um yeah and then uh, another one we've already talked about before is galaxy trucker uh we talked about this in our what what do we call it new old games mm-hmm. is that what we called that episode yeah uh for me uh that game is way more fun than i remembered it being I think we just bought it too early in our collection, and we didn't have the attention span to sit with rules. <laughs> yeah. But now, when we were rereading the rules, they're actually quite funny. I think in a previous life, I didn't appreciate the comedic value mm-hmm. of these rules, and I was like, just get to the fucking point. Yeah. But now, rereading them, I'm like, you know what? Now that I understand how games work, these are pretty good. Especially when like you're building your your really rickety spaceship to survive all these different random scenarios, like asteroid uh, hits and laser blasts and pirates and all this other stuff. Like, thematically, the corporation you're working for doesn't give a shit. They yeah. just want they want whatever you're, you're bringing back for them because they're not taking the risk. So it's very, like, anti-cap- anti-corporate conglomerate-themed. It's like, was, get back alive. Yeah. We don't care if you get back. We don't care half of you are dead. Mm-hmm. One of you could be alive. I mean, I don't know that it's anti-corporate in that way. I'd say it's a corporate doesn't care about you, so but, you shouldn't care about them so much. But like, but it's but the game is based on the fact that it's showing you that they don't give a flying fuck okay, about what you. condition you come back in. That's true. At no. least they're not hiding. They're not pretending to care about you. It would be really cool if there was like an insurance policy you could buy on your spaceship. <laughs> I wonder if that would be a really cool expansion. You should write the people. Wow. I'm just making all these fuckers money. You really are. That and it's like quasi dexterity, right? Because you're mm-hmm. rushing, you're rushing to grab a whole bunch of tiles. Rushing? I'm not rushing. Um, dumb. <laughs> you're rushing to rushing to grab all the tiles to build your spaceship before somebody else does, and you suck at that aspect, and I excel at it. No, I'm truly terrible at dexterity games. I don't know why. Mm. I'm more coordinated than you. Not not when it comes to that. Not when it comes to that, but in general. It's bullshit. Yeah, and I would say, like, aside from everything else, that like, a lot of the other themes that we have, uh, that we talk about with, like, Star Realms or uh, Liftoff, this one is, like, solely... Fo- this one is the only one that's solely focused on, like, s- like your spaceship. The ship, yeah. Star Realms is, like, different kinds of ships, but you don't have any kind of say in, like... Mm-hmm. The power that that ship has. Like this, you could just slap lasers and fucking alien cargo and a whole bunch of random shit to it. Totes. And we've, like, since we played it and now it's fresh in our memory, I do uh, wonder if grabbing an expansion would freshen it up for us to bring it back to the table more often. Maybe we should look into that. But we told ourselves we weren't going to buy games for a bit. Yeah. It's not a game, it's an expansion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, semantics, will, <laughs> semantics will matter when we're poor. <laughs> Definitely. All right, you get the next one. Uh, oh, Quank in Space. Uh, 
Clank. Clank. Because of the exclamation point. And, and, and is there an exclamation point in? Yes. Oh, it's stupid. Clank. In. Space. Yep, that one. I did it. So, uh, we did talk about that in our uh, deck building episode. Um, this one is a whole standalone game that's just re... It's a. It's not exactly reskinned. It's re-themed. The original Clank is about going down into a dungeon, a, a dungeon and stealing treasure from a... Dragon. Dragon. This one is you're running around a spaceship before it explodes, uh, trying to get a whole bunch of... More artifacts and stuff. You gotta... And you're trying to get all... The, collect all this shit um, and get on your escape pod to mm-hmm. get off the ship. Yeah. And it, it's it's pretty cool because you're, you're moving around in the same kind of way that you were originally in Clank with your different cards and you're adding Clank to the pile. And if you draw too much, you, you know, you... I can't even remember what the monster is. It's like some sort of like evil robot in mm-hmm. Clank in Space instead of the dragon in the original Clank. Mm-hmm. But it is cool because in this one specifically, you have to like um, complete a task to get like this like data card. I forget exactly what it's called. It's a key card. A key card to be able to access a different point in in the ship. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a cool aspect. And this is also a modular board, so it'll click in differently depending on how you're playing it and it'll move some stuff around but if you like clank and you want a different themed version of it i think this is this holds up pretty well yeah i just don't know if you need both yeah i mean we i guess we got this one gifted right one of so. them was a gift yeah so i just i don't know if we if you really need both we just happen to have both True. but it's a it's a great game don't get me wrong both are really great i mm-hmm. love clank yeah and it's just like all the different cards, especially, where, like, the, the board is going to have, like, different, like, abilities, like, teleport or mm-hmm. be able to, like, do, like, very kind of space-themed things. The cards are pretty cool, right? So, a lot of them are Star Trek or Star Wars or, like, alien-themed, which, I mean, you should get some of those jokes now, too. Yeah. I was going to say, you were looking at me like I shouldn't get them. I've seen the movie. Just the one, though. There's three other ones. I don't... That's not my fault. For not watching them? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, it's your fault you haven't seen more than the first Harry Potter. You've seen two. You've seen two of them. You've seen like one and a half. Eh. You have not finished the second one. We round up. That's not how movies work. (laughs) That's not how movies work. Not even a little bit. No, not even a little bit at all. I like how we said we weren't going to talk very long about these ones that we've already talked about in other episodes. And it's been almost 20 minutes. Whatever. You went went too far. Oh, there we go. It's not a whole lot better. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so I was trying to figure out if we'd already talked about this game in other episodes of the podcast, but I don't think we'd actually gone in depth. I know we've mentioned it um, a handful of times, but that game is Space Park by Keymaster Games. I'd say this is one of our favorite games. It's one of our favorite, and it's the one of them that comes to the table the most frequently. But yeah, so in Space Park, you're basically a space tourist, and you're visiting all this cool shit in space, and you're basically just trying to collect, like, souvenirs, kind of, mm-hmm. from those different spots. And it's super fucking cool. And the overall uh, mechanic in the game is, like, set collection and something called, like, action queue, where um, the board is also modular, but you set it up, and it's in the same general structure every time. And these um, rocket ships are what move around. And essentially, it's kind of like you're in one of the rocket ships as a tourist. And you take the action that the rocket ship is on, and then it goes to the next space. The next available space. The next available space. And then it's the other person's turn. You get one action per turn. Um, and you're you're very dependent on what your opponents do in this game because if they move a ship away from the one you were planning to it could be a few turns before it gets back to that one yeah and there's a lot of cool mechanics like there's different ways to uh there's like something called like a fast pass where you could manipulate where the rocket ship starts so even if it moved past a a space that you're on you could still manipulate it in a way to where it's more advantageous for you to get to what you need to get to Mm -hmm. and 
the the coolest thing about it is the fact that a it's not it's not a long game. Yeah, thirty minutes, maybe forty five. Mm-hmm. The components are fantastic. Oh, there's, that that's I know that's where we probably talked about this the most was mm-hmm. in our components episode because hands down this game has some of the best components. Yeah, and it literally has everything that you need in like a space themed game. It has mm-hmm. a cool rocket ship. It has like these different gems for visiting different like planetary spots. It has the essentially what you're trying to do is gain locations and once you have enough components to trade in to pay for that location, it becomes they're, part they're badges. Badges. Yeah, you're paying for badges. And then once you have enough components to uh pay for that badge, it becomes part of your point total and then the first player to like twenty points wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's funny is, so we actually bought this game um, when we had a different space game in our hands, ready to leave the store for that day. We were at Third Eye Games in Annapolis um, a while ago. We had a different space game in our hands, and then the person who was working that day, we should have we caught their name because they've been there so many times mm-hmm. when, we, when we're shopping there. And they, they were like, oh, if you like space... You should check out this game. This game looks really cool. And they brought us over to Space Park. And I was like, mm, I see this is made by Keymaster who made Parks. And we had just recently gotten into Parks. And I was like, well, we'll take this one instead. Yeah. And we put the other one back on the shelf. And I've not re- regretted that. It's fair. But yeah, I mean, to me, this game feels so different than any of the other games that we have. Like, it makes my brain work differently. Than anything, just because of the idea of move, the way the rockets move around the board and how it, like, you don't move the rockets until after you take your action, yeah. which is like the reverse of most games. Yeah, because and, you're so predispositioned to be like, oh, I move to this space, I take this action. Mm-hmm, and it's literally the reverse of yeah. this thing is here, I take the action, and then I move it. I feel like it just, uh, to me, it simplifies the way my brain works a little bit because. Mm-hmm. Aside from using those fast passes to manipulate where the rocket ship rocket ships are, where it is is what you have available to you. Mm-hmm. And then you take it and then you can strategize to, you know, make it harder for your opponent to have access to certain things. Mm-hmm. But it's an all around just quick, fun, very uh accessible game. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of being a space tourist. Mm-hmm. That part is just appealing to me. Man, we've done all the shit we can on Earth here. Just take your rocket ship and go visit all these fucking places up there. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. And I know we said it, and we said it on the Components episode, but it's just so fucking beautiful. Yeah. I love this game. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is one of the games I'd recommend. It's one of those games that I feel like should be a gateway game at this point. Yeah, in the, like the modern so, sense of the term. It's so easy. The rules are so accessible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just great. And if shelf space is, uh, is a um, deciding factor for you, it is half or a third of the size of a normal mm-hmm. a normal box for an actual full-fledged game. Yeah. A full-fledged game that's only going to take you 45 minutes tops. Yep. It's great. And now, uh, the, the next game is actually a... It, it's almost the same thing <laughs> that we described as not taking up a whole lot of shelf space, but... A, full-size, full-fledged, fully uh, imagined, big tabletop game. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Tiny Epic, Galax- Epic Galaxies by uh, Game One Games. I think it's Game yeah Game One Games. Game One Game. Game One Games. I hate saying My brain doesn't like it. Game, game One Games. Nailed it. Yeah, uh, you, you stumbled over Galaxies a little bit, which was kind of funny. Yeah, whatever. That's Tiny cute. Epic Galaxies. So you're, uh, <laughs> you control a galactic empire and you're trying to expand... Uh, everyone starts like a secret bonus that you're going for and then you're rolling dice to gain different resources or take different actions. Um, it's a super cool game. Uh, essentially, it's an area control game. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to uh, get a certain amount of... Um, you're trying to move a rocket ship up on two different tracks on your spaceship or on your card. And then once you or your opponent reaches that the end of that track, you gain that card, which gives you different abilities. So, what I think you, you skipped a part, which is the cards are actually planets. Mm-hmm. And you can visit those planets to either take their ability, like take their action, or you can take, or you can visit that planet 
with the goal of conquering it. Quote yeah, unquote. I think it's and called, you, yeah. You can either conquer it through diplomacy or fighting. I think they call it courage or some bullshit. <laughs> um, I don't remember. But there's two different ways that you can try and um, take over the planet, the different planets. So you can either be there just to use the ability or try and take it over. And if you take it over, then it comes into your empire. Empire, yeah. Yep. And uh, the way that you get these, the way that you move on these tracks and gain these resources is by rolling dice. And we love dice games. Yeah, I think this is one of my favorite dice games because there's still there's still quite a bit of strategy involved, but there's still the luck aspect of what you roll. Mm-hmm. And it's got the Yahtzee mechanic, right? So you get three tries to gain the resources that you want and. What's nice is that you can manipulate and, like, you know, change certain things on re-rolls and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's it's definitely, like, the most over-encompassing, like, space theme game that we have. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you have your own little... It's just, like, big picture, right? Your space empire. You're gaining these planets to be... Or you're gaining control of these planets to be part of your empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really, I know that this is true for most of the tiny epic, or the tiny games, I guess epic. Is tiny epic in all of them, or is it just tiny? It's tiny epic. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true for all of them, but in the one, I guess we only have two. Um, we have this one, and we have zombies. Tiny, ep- tiny epic zombies is really the title mm-hmm. of it? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like this one more, just because it, 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 it feels like a full game, right? Like... In, in some of them, it's just kind of, I don't know, it, it it feels like they were trying really hard to cram a big game into a small box, but this one doesn't feel that way at all. No, this feels like a big game that just happens to not take up a whole lot of table space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's so easy to travel with. Like, if, if you and I are going on a weekend trip, we usually take it with us. Yeah. Um, just because it's, it's real good for that. And there's different, uh, there's different pat or different strategies and uh, ways to win, but it's super accessible. I think uh, we we used to play it a lot more mm-hmm. than uh, than other games because of it doesn't have a whole lot of setup, right? Yeah, I it's mean, not because it was a shorter like, game though. For a while, it was one of our only dice games. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably one of our first. Um, we had. Um, it's one of our first first games was Machi Koro, mm-hmm. and that was a dice game, um, which is still great. I still love that game. We should we should bust it out. Um, but I'd say this one is also an early an early dice game in our collection, and I I just think it's one of the best ones. It's mm-hmm. one of the best dice games that we've ever played. Yeah. And it'll get longer when you play with more people because more cards are put onto the table and stuff like that. But if you uh, want a full game that doesn't take up a whole lot of space but gives you that same length and satisfaction of playing a big game, Tiny Epic Galaxies for a space theme, we could not recommend it more. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tiny Epic Galaxies 2 is one of the only ones where they're not like, hey, we also have this $30 playmat you can buy on top of the game. They might, but I don't think we've ever looked into it. I don't it. think they do for this one. They don't need it. That's true. Um, the uh, We... When we bought Tiny Epic Zombies, it was like, it's like a $30 game. All most of them are $30, I think, give or take, depending on the components. Um, then it's like, hey, you can buy, you can also buy this $30 game, Matt. Like, how about you go fuck yourself? Well, I, why, if you, if it was, if it was going to enhance the game experience, why didn't you just include it in the fucking box? Well, the problem with that too is, A, it doesn't become a tiny game anymore. Right. B... If you have to unfuck your problem of, hey, we made this too difficult for other people to set up, so we're going to create this game mat to, like, kind of, like, retcon our, our mistakes, mm-hmm. then just fix your fucking game design to begin with. Yeah. I'm just glad that our first foray, foray, is that a word? Sure. Um, Whatever. I'm, I'm glad that our first one in the tiny epic space was good. Mm-hmm. Because this is it. And most people, I feel like, on the internet agree with that. Yeah. That's what I've read. It's a good game. Well, yeah. Um, the next one is one we actually haven't played for a long time. Uh, we should have busted it out before. 
just because I was curious. Um, it's called Flip Ships by Renegade Games. And basically, we're all on a planet. We're being attacked by... Invaded. Invaded. By aliens. Is it aliens? I think it's aliens. It's, it's probably aliens. We're all on our planet. We're being attacked. And you're all a pilot of our own respective ship. And we're just trying to defend our planet so that these aliens don't take it over. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in this game, uh, I am truly, truly awful at this game. Because um, it's a dexterity it's game. It's a dexterity game. <laughs> um, Literally solely a dexterity game. Yeah, and it's a co-op game. And so essentially when you're playing this game, um, you have your little tokens, which are your ships. And you set it on like a, almost like a little stand. Mm-hmm. But it's very, like, it's just very little. And then you just flip it up. You flick like, it. You flick it. Yeah, you flick it. Yeah, that's the sound. Yeah, like that. Crushed it. The good thing this is a audio medium. Um, yeah, and basically you, you want to try and shoot it far enough on your table. Because you got to have a lot of space for this game. I feel like it explains why I was never very good at drinking games, to be honest. It's probably why I got drunk a lot. It's because I was so bad at the drinking games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're basically you're just trying to get enough points by flicking your ship further into the battle zone. Yeah. Than the than the opponents. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to add. What what else? You you enjoy this game more than me because you're good at it. It's been a while since we played it because. Just with the two of us, it's no fun for you. It's really no fun. In a co-op game. In a co-op game where one of us is really terrible at it. Yeah. We'll have to play... We should play this with uh, with uh, Keegan and Heather next time we see them. I, I know they the play it. the last time we played it. It was with Keegan and yeah, Heather. Yeah, I think, it, I think you're right. <laughs> but they were telling us once a couple weeks ago that they played it. So yeah. that means they also have their own copy of it, too. So we don't have to take it with us. Yay. Thanks, guys. But yeah, uh, just killing aliens, defending your planet, dexterity stuff. That's basically it. Yeah. It's it it's definitely one of those games that I prefer to play when I'm drinking because I'm a lot less disheartened by doing terribly. <laughs> yeah, that and it's like, just like thematically, it, like, or art-wise, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all we got. I, mean, I think I- it's like our own, it's our only like straight up dexterity game. A lot of like the things that were... That we play are based on like uh, like the dexterity component is like doing something faster than your opponent that mm-hmm. we have. This one is the only one that's like you need to aim these discs and flick shit and yeah. do it well. It's right up there with the tabletop cornhole in terms of de- where the only thing yeah is the dexterity. <laughs> I've wrecked you in that too. Yeah, and <laughs> let's bring out the real cornhole boards and then we'll see who wins. In the house, bitch. When, when you miss, you just break shit. The stakes are higher. Yeah. It seems like a good idea to do in our own home. Hit a cat, take a window out. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's your turn to talk about the next one if you're done with flip, flip ships. Flip lips. Flip lips? Flip lips. It just sounds wrong. Mm-hmm. I, don't know that, I don't know what kind of wrong it would be. I don't know why, but it just doesn't sound right. Very not appealing. <laughs> uh, and then one that... Full... full uh, Transparency. We've played this once and we put it back in the box. And we've never tried it again. I literally, for the description, I copy and pasted this because I was like, I don't even know how else to describe it. Uh, yeah, so we're just going to talk We're gonna talk about the game description from the manufacturer, uh, GameRight. I was going to say, you haven't even said the name of the game yet. Yeah, Forbidden Sky by GameRight. Uh, soar to dizzying heights in the electrifying cooperative adventure... Work as a team to explore a mysterious platform that floats at the center of a savage storm. Connect a circuit of cables to launch a secret rocket, all before you're struck by lightning or blown off into the depths. Blow. It's a high-wire act that will test your team's capacity for courage and cooperation. One false step, and you'll be grounded permanently. We added it to our space name because it's up in the air. Um... (laughs) Up in the sky. Up I, in the air. I said, I don't think it's, I, you put it on a list. I said, I didn't think it was specifically a space theme. And then you said, oh, but your goal is to get in the rocket and shoot off into space. What, if it's not a space, if it's not in space, where is it? It's like in the sky. You wouldn't say planes are in space. But they're not, not in space. Yeah, they are. They're in. Debatable. 
They're not not in space. Okay. What is space? And not in outside the atmosphere. Where's the atmosphere? Oh, fuck you. Like, I don't have time. I'm not going to build an eye of this shit for you, okay? <laughs> we added it to our list because the goal is to get into a rocket ship and fucking launch into space to survive. This game is trippy as shit, and maybe we just didn't understand the rules because we had no patience for learning that day. Yeah, we're smarter now. We have to bring it out to the table before we officially Try call it Dunzo. It. Yeah. yeah, before we uh, add it to the games on the floor that act as a doorstop so when the doors don't blow shut when it's windy out. Yeah, it's one of those games where um, it's kind of like we we were looking for something to buy, and sometimes I feel confident that the people who work at some board game shops work on commission. Because I'm like, hey, if you can move copies of this game that nobody actually wants, you get a bonus. And sometimes I feel like that might be one of them. Well, and We uh, need to give it another go, like we said. And other times they like I think we got suckered into like the oh it's set up on the table. Yeah. And they were like showing That'll us how things us. worked and all this. And we're like, we got it home and we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And essentially you're building a circuit, right? So you're trying to gain components and build like this circuit around the board to your rocket ship's platform. Mm-hmm. And then if you build an actual circuit, it creates an electrical current to your rocket ship that, with a battery, makes a rocket ship takeoff sound. Yeah, it's kinda, that's, that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> stupid. It's really you, dumb. You're so easily entertained by dumb shit. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Me. I, I understand. <laughs> I know where it's going. Yeah, so... Um, it's co-op. It's co-op. It's tile placement. Um, it has a modular board, so it's always going to be different. Um, and there's different difficulty levels. We played on the easiest, still couldn't figure it out, put the fucker back in the box. So who's to say? Maybe mm-hmm. you're smarter than us, probably smarter than us, and then you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But it's in the, in the same series as Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have Forbidden Island. Um, and Forbidden Island is one of the games that we actually recommend to people. Like we get, Every now and again, one of us gets a text that says, Hey, what board games would you recommend? And we're like, that's like asking what book should I read for yeah. us? And so uh, Forbidden Island is one that we usually recommend for people who are like, we don't want to be competitive against each other because we're both hella competitive and yeah. don't want to hate each other at the end of a game. This mm-hmm. Forbidden Island is that game that we recommend. Yep. And it's just in general, Forbidden Island is a lot of fun. Never played Forbidden Desert. Not sure we need both. That's why we haven't played it. And that's why we got Forbidden Sky. It looked different enough compared to the others. Uh, and here we are. Played it once. Actually, I'd say we played it three quarters of a time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we, we we got confused and put it back. Eventually. If we got busted out. Maybe next weekend. Maybe. But, but yeah, I mean, I think it's in Sky. I think it's in space. It's Your end goal is to get into space from the sky. I'm going to stand by that. All right. It says you're on a mysterious platform you know in what? the sky. How about next time you make the outline no. for the podcast then, It's huh? in space. I agree. <laughs> we all know. All right. And then we again, all know this is, this is my responsibility. Yeah. Well, I edit it. So how about that? And then it is I, a joint I, venture. I do everything else. Well, you have to post on Facebook because I got a 30-day ban on Facebook for calling an anti-vaxxer a cunt. So what do you want from me? I don't know. I can't help you right now. I know you can't. I'm in social media jail. Well, congratulations. Get vaccinated, you dumb cunts. Honorable mention is uh, Tapestry, which is not a space-themed game at all. Nope. Except for the fact that if you get to the end of the exploration track, you actually go up into fucking space. But it's so goddamn difficult to do in the first place. If you get up there, fuck it. It's a space game. That's how I feel about it. I got it the last time we you played. You sure did. I was very proud of myself. Yep, and then you beat me by a point. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't even beat me by a point. I beat you in the tiebreaker. Beat me in the goddamn tiebreaker. Usually it's like, oh, if you have a tiebreaker, everyone's friends and you dance and sing and frolic. This one's like, hey, tiebreaker, you fucking got wrecked by your wife, bitch. New strategy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you want more information on Tapestry, we spent like an hour talking about that shit on another episode, so go listen to that one. Yeah. Great game. Good luck in space. Yeah, maybe you'll get there. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, so, what's your favorite space game that we have? 
Um, out of all these, I would have to say, got to go old school with Galaxy Trucker, the first game that we bought together. It's enough jank to where it's like... <laughs> Gross. I don't want you to ever say that again. It's enough jank. Ugh. Yeah. That's, it's just... That's it, yucky. It's enough randomness and goofiness and, like, strategy to where even... Uh, you're not competing against your opponent. You're You're competing against the game. And if you happen to build a better ship than your opponent, you win. And that's that's basically it. But it's just like it's very lighthearted and complex enough to be fun, but not complex enough to be inaccessible. That's fair. That's what I like about it. That's what you like about it? Yeah. Solid. I like build just the idea of building your own spaceship. No other games that we have do that. No, no. You're right. Yeah, and yours is, I already know what yours is going to be. What is it? It's going to be Space Park. It's 100% Space Park. Yeah. Out of all the games that we talked about, it's the most beautiful game out of them all. Yeah. Hands down. I, I mean, I agree. I think it's really pretty. I just, I think Galaxy Trucker is is the most unique out of all of them. All the Ugh, other ones. I totally disagree. What? I don't think, I don't think Galaxy Trucker is the most unique. I think Space Park is the most unique. Galaxy Trucker has the one component has the one mechanic that none of the other ones have. That's not true at all. What do you mean? Uh, remember, literally, while we were just talking about preparing for this episode, and I was looking at Space Park's Board Game Geek page, and I learned about this mechanic called Rondell. Yeah. Which is basically that everything is a piece of a pie, and you move around the pie to take your actions. And we literally just said we have no other games that operate like this. Well, if you don't build your spaceship well enough, your alien friend that you're trying to bring back blows out into the fucking space. I'd rather be a space tourist than a space capitalist. So how about go fuck yourself, John? Yeah, so uh, that's what we got for space. Um, Before we head out of here, we always like to talk about uh, what we've been uh, playing, reading, watching, uh, doing that is uh, not board game. Well, and board game related. And board game, but like other stuff. Well, just in terms of board games, what we played this weekend, um, we played Mariposas today. Mm-hmm. Um, like yes, face. Yesterday we played, that's because I'm pretty sure you cheated. That's not, that's um, not true. We played the Isle of Cats and we played Taverns of Tylenol. Typhon Saw. Sure, why not? But we have, we've been spending a little less time playing board games lately because us and most of our friends who live in this vicinity have been able to get vaccinated, and therefore we've been able to see people. So we've spent a little less time at the table lately. Yeah. Um, and it's seeming like the next couple of months might be that way. So that's yeah. fine. I'm not mad about it because uh, we've spent the last 14 months in the house with just each other, and I, it's very nice to see other people's faces. Yeah. Plus, once we get some more people over, we'll get them to play some games. Then we'll have more to talk about. Yeah. We played Sushi Go. Um, two oh, weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we played Cads About Matrimony. Which is a Cards Against Humanity uh, reskin, which is all marriage and relationship themed. It's very funny. It's a lot funnier and uh, not, uh, you know... Oh, it's wildly inappropriate, but at least it's not racist, anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic or homophobic. Yeah, so... Score. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, aside from uh, board gaming, gaming in general, we've been playing uh, Outriders. Which is like a, I was space. A different. It's, pl- it's totally space. It is not on Earth. It is in space. No, it's not on Earth. It's on a different planet. Which is in space. I mean, are all planets in space? We're in space right now on Earth. Yeah. You're gonna isn't lose. Space, you're gonna lose. Isn't space relative based on where you are? Yeah. So we're playing Outriders. Uh, I'm not gonna have this <laughs> dumb conversation for another twenty minutes. Uh, it's. Kind of like uh, a third, it's a third person hybrid of like Gears of War and uh, Destiny, if you've played those. Um, really fun, essentially just super powerful human that's like imbued with like this anomaly power and kill bad guys and blow them up and fry them and slice them up and shit. Yeah, and I brought back um, Mario Odyssey while you're at work in the evenings. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. And I'm I'm still playing Undermine. I will God, I, I will, can't wait till you're done all, with that game. I know I'm almost done because I'm getting all those like fucking epic achievements. Like I, the I super need you rare to be done so I can stop listening to the music in that game. It's so good. Ugh, it's the worst. 
Yeah. Um, in terms of what we're reading, uh, I think the last episode I talked about how I had just finished reading the sana- sanatorium uh, and how that was real dark mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, and then I immediately, like, I finished it and it's like the library knew and they released my next hold. And then it ended up being a book that was way too similar and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't read it. And now, literally just last night, the library gave me my next hold, which is a book called Fable by Adrian Young. It's a young adult uh, fantasy slash sci-fi. And that's about the extent to what I know about it. I haven't started it yet. Wow. Do you know if they're in space? Mm-mm. Well, I'm reading an alien book. Are you? Yeah, I'm almost done. Are you really? Uh, no. I think I'm halfway. I'm going to say, I literally, I mean, I I'm guess reading you read at, at work. work. Yeah. I'm going to say, I never see you read, but mm-hmm. that checks it's out. It's an alien uh, universe, the movie universe, called Aliens Into Charbdis. Uh, it's all dark and spooky and gory and shit about aliens. I'm liking it. It's um by uh, an, it's by the same author of another alien book I read, um, Alien the Cold Forge uh, by Alex White. Really cool. Very... Uh, if you like that universe of alien stuff, if you've ever, ever read any of the comics or the other books, it's it's a lot of fun. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of what we've been watching, we've been watching a lot of hockey. Yeah. And we were watching a lot of baseball, but it's almost like, um, at least for the Minnesota Twins, that, you know, COVID is still a thing. And just because you're a professional athlete doesn't make you immune from getting the COVID. It's yeah. almost like... Professionals would have told you that this is a thing, but alas, we haven't. I haven't watched baseball since Friday, and I it's still gonna be at least another day or two before, if not longer, if not longer. Yeah, so and it's weird. We watch hockey, and it's literally grown men beating the shit out of each other and like ramming into each other while they fight over a very hard, solid rubber puck. And why are you describing hockey? Well, the fact that like there's been so few. Um, like COVID protocol situations on on the Rangers. I was gonna say just for your team. Yeah, just for your team. Yeah, but it's been a problem for other teams. But not not for the Rangers. So. Well, there you go. Um, other stuff we've been watching. We watched uh, all the new episodes of Restaurant Impossible with Robert Irvine, who is fucking jacked, the most jacked human on the planet. I swear. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like his protein bars. We keep his protein bars in the house usually. Yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, we, we watched all of those. We've still been watching Tournament of Champions Season 2 on Discovery+. Plus. Yeah, and then Flipper Flop. Flip, Flipper Flopper. We love watching people spend a half million dollars on a 900 square foot bathroom in fucking California. Man, I'm so glad we don't live in California. Yeah. So many days I'm glad we don't live there. I feel like we were... We, were you still watching Winter Soldier? Yeah, we're in a, we haven't watched the newest episode that came out on Friday. And we're still watching The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, we haven't watched the newest episode no, that came out either. No, we're too behind on that oh, one. Oh, shit. Um, so those are great. Mm-hmm. And I've been re-watching The Mindy Project, and I'm about to stop. It's just... <sighs> in these shows that start focused off, focused on single women and their lives, they always end up being focused around a child and that's the only thing that it's about right now and i'm bored that's fair which i knew that i'd already watched the mindy project but alas i she's a doctor and i'd like to hear more about what life is like to be a 30 something woman doctor maybe she'll watch Grey's anatomy that's got to be realistic god yeah super realistic Super realistic with their sad ass. I, I only know about the sad monologue at the end of every fucking episode because my ex's mother used to watch it all the fucking time. And I'm like, oh my God, no, it's no, so sad. No, no. You also know about that, though, from when I used to watch Scandal because Scandal came on right after Grace. That's true. And so you'd always catch the end and I'd be like, wow, I missed something really fucking dramatic and it wasn't. from Grace Anatomy. It's literally just a <laughs> sad monologue. Oh, I miss Scandal. Maybe I should rewatch that. It's on Hulu. Good God. Maybe that's but, what I'm going to watch now. Hey, uh, that's been our episode about space and then, uh, you know, another five or ten minutes or so of what we do when we're not talking about space stuff. Games. Yeah. Not space. We don't talk about space that often. Yeah. I don't really care about yeah, space. Yeah, nobody cares about Forbidden Sky because it's not in space. It is in space. It's okay. It's in space. I'll die in this hill. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Zoe, hello, Dion. Everything else? This is it? I can be bought and sold. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> well, the hill I will die on is that caramel and cheddar popcorn is the best kind of popcorn. All right. Well, if you like what you hear, um, <laughs> you can always follow us uh, wherever you follow us. You can always go to boredtodeathpodcast.com and uh, hang out there. That's where we post all of our episodes. But if you subscribe to your favorite podcast apps, uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher for Android, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Yep. We're on Instagram at Bored to Death Podcast and on Facebook yeah. at Bored to Death Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, review us, like us, share our stuff. It helps our uh, visibility and listenership, and we like hearing from all y'all because it's fun. Yeah, let us know if you've got any like board game questions or something, something yeah. you'd want to hear us talk about. You can message me on the Instagram. That's the best place. Yeah, that's how I like to make my friends now on Instagram. It's, it's it just feels so lonely. Well, I like we said, I haven't really left the house much in fourteen months. And counting. So, yeah, Instagram's a place to get a hold of me. Yeah. Do it. We like people. They talk about board games I was going to say kind of. Caveats we we kind of like people. Yeah. We like cats, too. But until next time, I'm John. I'm Kayla. Get vaxxed, you cunts. And we'll see you next time. This is how we roll. <laughs>